Hello, and welcome to episode 86 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And in today's episode, we're talking about silence. How's everyone doing? Very good. Fine. Not a lot to discuss this week from me. No? Pretty boring week, to be honest. Um, Yeah. But how about you guys? What have you been up to? I had an interesting day yesterday. I was at ITV Granada. Mm. Awesome. Placement. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah, really interesting. Yeah, really enjoyable day. But obviously, they're based at Salford now. Mm, yeah. Media City in yeah. Salford. Uh, in the off- on the sports desk. Um, very interesting, very interesting day, yeah. yeah. What prints? Broadcast side. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Granada reports of 6 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 10 o'clock news on Channel 3. Um, yeah, yeah, it was really, really interesting day. I really enjoyed it. Oh, cool. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Basically, be one of the lecturers sent out this email over, over Christmas, I think. And it was sort of first come, first serve. Right. And because of his demand, he could only give out de- day placements for all the students, sort of thing. So it's better than nothing, I suppose. And it was good to. So were you like kind of lucky to get to get it? Yeah, yeah. Just one of the first ones. Yeah, to... one of the first ones to sort of reply. So. Cool. Mm. Media City is so good, isn't it? Oh yeah. Like the facilities. Yeah. Well, BBC's just next door as well. It's, pr- it's all quite new, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, the building was pretty spotless. Mm. Yeah. It'd be Is there any kind of rivalry cool. tension there between BBC and ITV? I don't, th- I don't think so, to be honest. <laughs> no. Do they work in harmony, Richie? Mm, I'm going far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did they yeah. make any comments about that when they are talking to you? They're yeah, kind of mooning through the window. Well, to, 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 be fair, to be fair, right, because I was on the sports and it was quite a slow morning, but in the afternoon, because it was a Thursday, all the press conference, conference fo- for football teams come in. Very well, was checking BBC Sport and that, and so I, yeah. I, so I wouldn't think it's, yeah, it was not too much uh, rivalry. It's yeah. a bit of an old-fashioned. Yeah, but we all sort of work together really. <laughs> yeah. each and they've backs. always got like Sky Sports News on. Oh yeah, seeing, yeah, what, yeah. seeing what they're running with. Yeah. So I think everyone sort of takes things from each other. Don't yeah. I was largely just kind of joking. But yeah. Right. Well. Are we re- should we just crack on a weekend? Yeah, it's late already, room. Richie. It is pretty. It is pretty late. It's pretty late in the uh, mm. night. Eleven thirty. Mm. It is. Uh, so yeah, unless anyone's got anything else they really want to kind of mention, just a shame Joe's not here again. Yeah, uh, we thought he might be able to make it to this one. Oh yeah, but uh, no. Mm. <laughs> yeah, maybe next week. Next week. Hopefully next week. Hopefully. Uh, right. Well, I guess we'll just. Uh, Going with this review. Uh, this week we're talking about silence. Uh, we're going to try and avoid spoilers to start with, but if we feel like it, we might get into a bit of spoilery discussion later on. Here's a clip. One of us must go to Nagasaki and find him. It's too dangerous. For us, for the people who shelter us. We send Kichichiro, he brings back word we can act on. Are you mad? Where is he? He's never here. He's always drunk. You know he can't be trusted. What do we do? We must do something to find Father Ferreira. Let's go out. Let's risk it. Just for a moment. Silence is directed by Martin Scorsese, and it stars Andrew Garfield, Adam Driver, and Liam Neeson. The synopsis is, in the 17th century, two Jesuits priests face violence and persecution when they travel to Japan to locate their mentor and propagate Catholicism. 
What did you two think of Silence? I thought it was a very, very powerful film. You said in the car, Richie, nothing that I've, I've seen nothing like this from Scorsese before. God, God no. Very, very <laughs> unique film. And I, Found a fan. I think that just, I think that just sort of proves his, you know, versatility and what this man is capable of bringing to the screen. And I don't think over the years his his quality has dropped at all. I think he consistently gets it, you know, at pretty high standard. And this was no different. I was a bit worried about how long it was before I went in. You know, um, almost three hours. It's it's a long time to sit there, and in order for it to work, it's got to really engage you throughout. But it did for me. I didn't feel the length, and I was—I mean, what a story! What a compelling film! I mean, and, and the locations they went to. Some of the cinematography was outstanding. I thought it was very well acted as well. A couple of times the accent wavered a bit. Um, I didn't think a lot though. It wasn't an issue. Just a slight little. If I'm splitting hairs, mm-hmm. um, I thought the Japanese actors were outstanding as well. You know, they just got across a lot of emotion, and I thought it felt very genuine. And I just thought the whole thing was brilliant. You know, very complex themes, but it wasn't... Having said that, it wasn't hard to follow. But I do think the themes were quite, obviously... You know, it's a heavy, heavy film. But I think it's a very welcome change from the typical Hollywood films we see... You know, we've seen a lot of recently. Very different, very unique, as I said at the start. And I just thought it was... Yeah, I mean, I was engaged and I really, really enjoyed it. So I'm interested to see what you guys thought. Right. Woody, what do you think? Mm, yeah, I thought it was pretty incredible, to be honest. Um, nothing like anything that I've seen Scorsese do before. Um, and that's such a great thing. I mean, for a filmmaker of his calibre to have such diversity, it's pretty... Especially at this stage in his game. Especially at this stage of his career. Yeah, what is he now? Se- Mid-70s? Oh, I don't know. It's pretty... He's getting on. It's pretty um, outstanding, really. Yeah. And the last film he directed was Wolf of Wall Street. And, you know, we talk about two... Con- Contrasting films, yeah, mighty yeah. hell, God Almighty, and that's I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm not pardoning the pan because unfortunately, it's just a word that we always use a lot on the show. <laughs> yeah, like Christ yeah. Yeah. and we, uh, we're not um, denouncing our faith in God. You know, just, just, <laughs> just, a, just a phrase. Um, yeah, I thought it was outstanding. And last week we had Collateral Beauty, and, and that was what ninety-seven minutes, and <sighs> yeah. it, it felt like an eternity. Mm. <laughs> and the amount of times I looked at my, my watch during that and this film was 2 hours 40 and I think I must have looked at my watch about once or twice just to check the time not to think of oh my god how long have I been sitting here for because mm, I, I was just yeah. I was just completely engrossed in the film um, it's not your typical Hollywood yeah Jack you're right because it's not all guns blazing it's not a lot of action really it's not it's not an action film it's not, mm. it's not that much of a thriller it's it's yeah okay. There's complex themes in the story, but it's quite a simple story. And mm. It's a story where not a lot happens, but what does happen goes very deep and is just incredible, incredibly acted. And I've got to say, Andrew Garfield. The only thing I think I've seen him other than this is his Social Network, and he was really good in the Social Network. For some reason, I remember when we were talking about the trailer for this. And I, I, I said oh, I don't like Andrew Garfield. I think I must have got him confused with, with someone else. Um, Tobey Maguire. I've <laughs> yeah, not, not seen any of those amazing Spider-Man. Um, I've not seen any of them. But uh, he, he, he was outstanding. What a performance for him! I've got mm. to say, um, unbelievable mm. performance. And yeah, I, I, Richie, what do you think? Um, 
What were your thoughts? I'm pretty much in agreement with uh, with you guys. Uh, I really enjoyed the film. I would say I probably did feel the length a bit more than you guys did, maybe, at mm. times. I, I thought that there was a part of the film that was about 40 minutes, 45 minutes, where, yeah, it did go... It, it did a little bit. drop a bit, but I was still yeah. so interested anyway. Because, that, yeah, because the, the, yeah, I think they're right. There is, there is kind of one part mm. where I feel like... But I don't the, really... the story kind of takes a bit of a halt. Yeah. But for most of it, uh, I, it is going on, and I really enjoy it. And I'm just, mm. I'm, I'm loving the, uh, the just watching Andrew Garfield's character um, and his faith just slowly, and gradually kind of die. Mm. Um, which I don't think is spoilery to say. I think it's just what the film is. Mm. It's a massive test of faith, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but the, the the way it's done and how it's so painfully beaten down out mm. of him mm. um, is pr- yeah pretty incredible to watch. And you are just, and I was just engrossed for most of it. But there the, there was definitely a time when I felt uh, yeah. the length of the film. Mm. I think it was when Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver split off. I Maybe mean, I think that was when it sort of where it, where it slowed down. Maybe a little bit because I was certainly enjoying the scenes because they started to have quite a few confrontations. Mm. They both, you know, they'd had a few disagreements and I quite enjoyed that side of it. And I was I was wondering where that was going to go and whether they would, I mean, to say whether they would go in separate directions is stupid because they did, but in a different way, I mean. Yeah, no, I no. mean in terms of, you know, a proper fallout and maybe something yeah. to do with the story. When, when Andrew Garfield went to, was it Gotha, the island? And he was in the... the or was it near Nag- wherever it was near Nagasaki? He said he couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, it was the when he was in that prison. Anyway, yeah, um, he was there. For, was, he was there for a long time. Um, he was. We didn't see Andrew, Adam Driver for a long time because he was on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I thought they, where it, that's why I thought it dropped off a little bit. I was. But I, I really, I really enjoyed the scenes there. Anyway, I still thought it was. And even if it does, it, it adds to the effect that the whole film is trying to convey. Anyway, exactly. Yeah, like so. Because I, I guess, on reflection, it's not a really a massive deal at all. No, it's just mm. that's just it was just a notable sort of break in. The, yeah. Plus the 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 time of the day uh, probably adds to that mm. uh, as well. Oh it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was quite a late one. Yeah, Odin, what are you doing? There's no showings between half four and eight. Yeah, what's yeah, that about? For two hour forty. Come on, Odin. Um, but to go back to what you were saying, Jack, I don't think I really noticed any wavering in accents. I didn't. I, didn't I thought they were. I thought they were all pretty yeah. great. No, I mean, I... Liam Neeson has got that Irish accent down to a T. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was just a couple of occasions with with Andrew Garfield. I thought Garfield was great. To be honest. No, no, I thought he was. I completely agree. He was fantastic. Like I said at the start, it really is splitting hairs. It was just a, a, a comment. It only happened on. A, I think it was mainly when he was talking to Andrew uh, Adam Driver near the beginning. I only noticed it. But like I say, I'm being very nitpicky here. Like, mm. I don't want to. Brilliant. <laughs> I don't want to get bogged down in that because yeah, I agree with you guys. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't even notice his accent going at any point. To be honest. Yeah. yeah. You said you did. Then that's fine. But I didn't. Yeah. But, but so you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I'm> right. <laughs> but on yeah, I thought he was fantastic, and I agree with you, Henry. I mean, last thing I saw him in was the Amazing Spider-Man films, which were bad, bad films. But even in those films, he was good. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, the Social Network loved that film. Thought he was great in that. So yeah, he's he's a great actor. And having said that, when I saw the trailer for the first time, and he was obviously in it, 
I did, seemed an odd choice. Yeah, I did think, Ooh, would I, would I, would I put him in this sort of a film? Especially when Leo was the lead in Lost Scorsese film. Mm, and yeah. you think about the Scorsese films of the past, and you think about who he's always gone for. His leads are always established names, aren't they? Yeah. Nine times out of ten. And yeah. I'm sure someone could probably point me out wrong. But when you think of the classic Scorsese films, which is roughly off the top of my head, I mean, he's always been mm. massive, he, massive name in there, thrown in. That's true, but he also makes actors. He does, he does, he does. Yeah. Um, but, you know... Not that... Andrew Garfield really needed to be made at by this point. He's you know he's done some big stuff yeah. still anyway. But, but I just thought point. yeah it was just a you know when you yeah, watch... in a similar way to what Tarantino does with in his films and he yes he yeah. puts certain actors in at certain times of their career yeah. and they just sort of take off tries to bring them back from the dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like when I first found out that he was in the film, yeah. I mean, it was a bit of a question mark because I just wouldn't have initially placed him in this sort of a role, but he definitely excelled in it. And fair play to him and. You know I don't really know enough about him to sort of question it. I mean, I yeah. guess, yeah, I guess it's just the the thought of Spider Man in the back of my head. Yeah, see, I never saw him, and I saw him in Social Network, and he was good, but yeah, mm. <laughs> completely two different uh, roles. Yeah, well, that's where you earn your money, isn't it? When you mm. cast correctly, um, it's safe to say that, that was done with this film, and they both went to sort of extreme lengths to lose some weight, I think, as well, which is quite obvious, yeah. and that always that always adds to the. Mm. portrayal doesn't it if, if you can see them sort of really I mean, there's one shot of Adam Dri- Driver I mean <laughs> let's say Christ <laughs> there's one shot of Adam Driver where he his ribs were hanging out at one point I thought, yeah oh, God. and especially him I mean to, 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 to do that when <laughs> um, it's an audio <laughs> podcast <laughs> I mean what I'd say about Adam Driver is that the only two things I've seen him in is what Star Wars and the Scorsese film. I mean, yeah, I think he's going to have some, yeah, a massive uh, future ahead of him. He, yeah, he's, he's certainly. Um, I never saw that um, film he did with Michael Shannon. No, I didn't. Been that special? I yeah, I wanted that. to see that, and uh, but apparently I that was good. Yeah, I love, I love, I love Michael Shannon. That. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. Michael Shannon, and what I've seen of Adam Driver, he's, he? he's really impressed me. Yes. Yeah, he was. Do you not believe us? No, it's not, not questioning no, it's not that I don't believe you. It's just, maybe I'm thinking mad of Richie's knowledge. I might be thinking again. of the wrong film. I don't know. You probably are because I think you he featured are. quite prominently in the trailer. Yeah, you probably are. All the marketing for it. We're right. Midnight special. <laughs> yes, midnight special. I tell you what. I tell you what. Um, not to be confused oh yeah, with right. midnight run. You're right, guys. Yeah, that's well, what I was going to say. Yes. Um, well, yeah. For sorry. a two-hour and forty-minute film, what surprised me was how quickly we actually got to Japan. Mm. I thought we were going to spend a lot of time with Kieran Hines discussing... In Portugal. In Portugal, discussing the next moves or, or whatever. But, I mean, the start of the film, it really did throw me in at the deep end because it, it found the letter straight away. Well, actually, no, the first shot was Liam Neeson, wasn't it? Yeah. Sort of two years previously, 1638, which was a really good shot, a really good start. But, mm. I mean, I thought it would, just given the natural length of the film, it would take a while until we actually get to uh, Japan. Mm. Yeah, so they're there in about twenty minutes. I thought, well, yeah. yeah, well, good. Yeah, that was cool. Good. That was good um, that that. Wait, um, I'm, I'm glad it. I'm glad that happened so as well. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, um, we didn't we didn't pad at all in this in, in that regard. We just went straight in. I quite liked the use of um, uh, voiceovers as well when it was used. But yeah, the letters to in the uh, letters, and then and, and then later on as yeah. prayers. Yeah, yeah. I thought that had a really nice. Effect. It was a, it was a good way to uh, to get exposition done and also 
move the story along at times. And mm. Yeah. Because it started off, the start, um, the opening scene was two years previously with Liam Neeson. And um, mm. when he started narrating and he was in shot, I was thinking, what was this? What was mm. going on? But he actually, when he found out, he was actually reading the letter. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I was thinking the same thing. Interesting. Um, yeah, and it was a bit sort of sceptical when it first, it took me a while to realise what he was actually saying or what he's actually doing. And when he found out it's a letter, I thought, right, okay, then, yeah, that mm. worked. And yeah, throughout the film, it was used, used really well, used really well. Yeah. I loved them. I also loved the score. Um, although there is a lot of silence in the film. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of us, there is, yeah. There was, hence the title. Yeah. Um, but they used the score very... Sparingly, but sparingly. very... It's a great effect. Yeah. Very effectively. Yeah, I thought it was um, good. And it, it just it just sounded sounded great, I thought. Mm. Mm. So yeah. subtle, almost could have passed you by, but having said that, yeah, it, it was used to great effect, but I, I definitely think there was no other way to really score this film because you can't... It would have been really contradictory to call it silence and have you know a really deep, meaningful score in there. But it was... And it was... Whenever it was used, it wasn't like a continuous rhythm it was it was usually more beats wasn't it slow beats mm. yeah and that was great built tension yeah I thought the tension was fantastic there was a lot of great tension in this film yeah the uh, I mean kind of whenever it was necessary it was really effective even just like the like probably with, with one that uh, might be a contender for my favourite scene is one of the first moments of tension when uh Garfield and Driver are hiding in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that that really got me kind of on the edge of my seat because you just don't know what the fuck's going on. No, you don't. Hmm. Um, and, and that one, and just before that, when they were sat outside and they see those faces. Oh, that was a nice moment. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. And when, when they the mist came across, yeah, and then they yeah. ran for it. Yeah, that was that was a great moment. And uh, and I just thought all the scenes with the villagers was were just. <laughs> There would... There's no way to speak about them, Jeff. They weren't villagers. They seem to be quite nice guys, really. Nice Christines. Yeah. No, but I, I loved all of those scenes because, yeah, it just it just built that tension really nicely. And, you know, walking through the streets at night um, and when they all gathered together in that hut. What do you think of the tiny little elements of comedy he tried to throw in? You know, when they start eating and because they're so hungry and then they look up and they realise they're praying before they eat. So they, like discreetly transpit it back into the bowl yeah that's pretty good um, it was only like little moments there was only very small moments like that but I liked them when they were there and, and when, when um, that woman came to Adam Driver and wanted to confess to him and he was like say that again say that again like because he couldn't sort of understand what she was saying just tiny moments but I thought I wouldn't say that was comedy I yeah I, would, I, I, I wouldn't I, it, it's not comedy but it's kind of like a a light a slightly light hearted yeah. kind of moment it's just a very small little moment yeah. and I thought it worked but like the the I think the the one is from that same scene we were just talking about where they're uh, where they see the guys looking at them, and then they kind of yes, say yeah, stay yeah. perfectly still, and yeah. then they both just run for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. pretty funny. It was. What do you think of all the like the acting of of the villagers? Yeah, yeah, it was good acting. I thought it was a lot of extras, wasn't there? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really notice any dead wood. No, no. anything. So I thought yeah. they were fun, and I thought the guy who played they all did a cracking job, really. Yeah. The guy who played, is it Mashiku or something? The guy kept coming back to Andrew Garfield. No, no, I thought he was really good, but I th- I'm talking about the guy, Shiki? 
Mikishi? Yeah. Mikishi? The guy on the middle cross who, who yeah, died. Yeah. Who died. Yeah. the longest to die. In the waves. Yeah. Thought he was brilliant. Yeah, he, yeah. Great actor. And that scene, oof, that... There was there was three or four. Well, four before we go any further, should we should we jump straight into spoilers? Yes. Actually, I didn't realize how hard it would be to talk about this film because yeah, it's because you can't really say anything about the story of this film, and the film is all about the story. So mm. yeah, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get into spoilers. Um, actually, the, the thing I would say before spoilers is that uh, going if anyone kind of wanting to go and see this film, I would say you'd need to go into it with. An open mind, and I, I'd say that this film isn't for everyone. I, I would say that oh, as well. It's not. Absolutely. It's not for everyone. People would be easily bored. Yes, yeah. it's not full of. It's really not full of action, guys. No, I would, definitely. It's if you go in there expecting fucking Scorsese, Gangs of New York, yeah, departed sort of film. Yeah, this is not. This is not what you're gonna get. No, you you definitely need, and, and you need to. You definitely need to go in with an open mind, and if you kind of weren't really crazy about the trailer maybe then maybe this isn't really for you this film but I, I would say it's worth giving it a go anyway but just just be, be prepared to try and really get to, to get invested in three hours of your time yes yeah uh, and if you do that then I think you'll enjoy it yeah agreed right let's get into some spoilers now um, so if you care about spoilers then and I think you should because yeah they're important so yeah seriously what, watch the film before you listen to yeah, this go, yeah go and watch this film Don't and then come back and yourself. listen to this this section uh, otherwise it will it will kind of ruin the film yeah uh, three two one skip oh sorry I'm going to put in the description below when these are going to when the spoilers are going to end so yeah so uh, three two one skip now definitely <laughs> yeah so I was, I was just talking about the there's three or four scenes of you know torture and different methods of torture and all of them were just incredibly harrowing but also also dealt with also dealt with in a way that was not kind of um it didn't feel like they were just doing it for the erections (laughs) 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 um not what i was thinking of oh okay i don't know I, i don't know how to really word it but i just think they were dealt with in a really great way because it, I suppose if it if it had been handled poorly it could have felt like oh this is just I'm not quite sure where you're going with this I'm actually Jack either. I don't know I just think I well, think we need some actual adjectives <laughs> although they were obviously very very harrowing and you know disturbing to a certain degree I think you had an erection <laughs> stop saying that I just think I can't have been the only one <laughs> do you know what I'm trying to say no no I actually don't oh, I don't know how to word it well I kind of want to know what you. I'm just saying, although they were like incredibly harrowing, I also really enjoyed those scenes without meaning to sound like saying. a weirdo. <laughs> sexually? No, not sexually. Do you mean? Do you mean just because the way they're shot? Yeah, that was that was definitely a part of it, and 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 the way it, it was quite. Well, they were just very long, weren't they? They didn't gloss over it. Yeah. And so for me, that was like a major. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! This is torture. This is a form of torture. <laughs> yeah. It's very late. It's late. This guy needs his bed. I don't know. Oh my dear! What did you think of that scene? Which the the, the waves? The waves. Uh, I thought it was a great scene. Yeah, we've all established we all enjoyed the scene, Jack. 
Right. I feel like we should give more to it than just saying it was great. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like you're trying to say I think there you're was. Trying to, but I feel like you're trying to say there was something more to it than it just being a horrible thing to watch. But because, surely that's because of the way they portrayed his, the spirit of the character. Mm. Yeah, and, and the, the way and how they're saying that he he kept on fighting till the end, basically, yeah, yeah. and singing Sing hymns him. and whatever. <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Okay. Right. Yeah, I agree then. <laughs> Raced. <Bloody hell. laughs> um, there was something you wanted to bring up before, Jack, that we told you to... Was it about Adam Driver's character? Yeah, the lack of Adam Driver. Yeah, you wanted. You, you were just saying... Are you, are you with us here? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, you, I yeah you, were just, you were bringing up, before we stopped you, you were bringing up the fact that uh, Adam Driver wasn't in the film for a very, mm. very much of it, comparatively speaking. Yeah, um, which is true, and yeah, I think we were all kind of surprised by that. Yeah, Th- but considering that this is, as you were saying, Henry, this is the second film I've seen Adam Driver in. I really enjoyed what he did with the very kind of little he had to do. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he, he was superb before. He was, he was, he well established his character. As this kind of, as the kind of quiet thinking one, rather. Yeah, than... he was a lot more pensive and withdrawn than. Yeah, like but Andrew he... Garfield was. Yeah, and he also he he got frustrated a lot more quickly than Andrew Garfield. He had less patience. He had a lot less patience, which is quite interesting considering the different mm. paths that they actually get led down mm. and where they end up as characters, because. Obviously, it ends up that Adam Driver is the one that doesn't actually... What's the word? Apostatise. Apostatise. And Andrew Garfield does. Yeah, Andrew Garfield kind of had a lot more time to be persuaded. But Adam Driver just... I still think that if if Andrew Garfield didn't meet Liam Neeson, then he never would have. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's... Adam Driver never got the chance to meet Ferreira. Ferreira. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And also, it might be the fact that he gets he was so frustrated so quickly mm. that that's why he ended up in the situation that he ended up in. Yeah, possibly. Because he, got, because he just kind of lost it completely and went out to just try and save them themselves. Mm. Because, that, himself. because um, Andrew Garfield said to me, to, um, oh God, I don't know what the character's name called, but the Japanese guy who was almost a translator yeah, uh, in the prison... Even. And he said, "Is that how you're gonna sort of get it out and make give me three meals a day and treat me well and all this mm-hmm. yada yada?" He was he definitely saw it as a long slog and it's a waiting game, really, wasn't it? But the Japanese were playing with Garfield, yeah. and mm. it was sort sort of gonna be who's gonna crack. Well, the the key the key is definitely um, Liam Neeson's character because if if like you said, Henry, if Andrew Garfield hadn't had that conversation with him, post- he wouldn't he wouldn't have. And and it wasn't and it wasn't like the first time he spoke to him. It took a lot of talking to him. You know, the first time you... After the first conversation they had together, he said, you're a disgrace, you know, get out of my face sort of thing. And it took a lot of, you know, grinding him down, slow persuasion. Yeah, but I wouldn't say it was just down to Liam Neeson's character. It's everything leading up to that. It's the beating down. It's the yeah. fact that... Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. the fact that all these other people's lives are on the line because mm. of him yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, but it's just that um, Father Ferreira comes in I at guess, a yeah. point where he can just say... Right, stop fucking around now. This is what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. I guess, if you want to survive in this country, then I guess he was the one that really sort of just well, it was final yeah, drove that point home to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And Liam Neeson, although he wasn't... Because he, he said to... Liam Neeson said to Gaffer, he said, I used to be just like you and whatever, and he sort of had a completely new life now in, in Japan. And Yeah. I thought that, uh, you know, when it, it's kind of getting towards the end and it, it moves quite on a, in time quite mm. quickly, mm. I thought they could have done um, Andrew Garfield's old makeup a bit better. Yeah. Just, they sort of... A bit of grey. Just a bit of grey, a couple just, of lines. He still just looked like a young man. Yeah, he did actually. <laughs> he, do, he looks like a very young man anyway, doesn't he? So He does. But I, just, did, I did think that when they showed that shot. <laughs> it didn't look very old. Yeah, I thought... And, well, and if you're going to have so much grey in his hair, mm. he needed a few more wrinkles. A few more wrinkles, I think, yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Liam Neeson. I know he another character, he wasn't in it a lot, but his performance was fantastic. And I, I did love the scene... Between him and Garfield when they first meet, yeah, he was he he really yeah, sold. He met, I thought oh, the broken down character. Yeah, it's good to see him returning to our screens as a Quagon Jin, Richie. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought <laughs> the, the same, same thing. <laughs> I did. I tried to put it out of my mind as quickly as possible, oh, but it was quite difficult. Because <laughs> he even had his hair in the bundles. He did. Yeah. Side back as well. Yeah, it looked <laughs> it looked exactly like he did in Phantom Menace. <laughs> I just I just thought that scene acted superbly and also it just felt really really genuine and and you know quite awkward as well the fact that he wasn't making eye contact with Andrew Garfield very much I just thought it was brilliant yeah he's so ashamed it's like he's, he was embarrassed to say yeah yeah I've denounced my faith and mm, yeah. I've got a new life and I study astronomy whatever whatever it was it was astronomy wasn't mm, it yeah mm. it, was, it was sort of looking down at the ground he couldn't bring himself to sort of well that's what because I think he saw him Self in Andrew Garfield, yeah, still definitely, definitely, and then that's what Andrew Garfield said to him. He said, "Yeah, you, you're just trying to justify yourself here. Um, you're just mm-hmm. trying to justify your, your weakness." That's what he said. Um, and then you sort of, I, I was, I was sort of questioning who's right and who's wrong. Yeah, I was a bit. Who, I was a bit. I don't think there really is an answer to that question. <laughs> no, yeah. no, because it just it, it genuinely just depends on whose side you're looking at. Yeah, but it's all in the name of. Crystal shit. <laughs> faith. Faith. Yeah, faith. Yes, absolutely. Oh, butter. Um, uh, <laughs> what about the yeah. very end shot of okay. fire? I wasn't massively keen on this. Because I felt... I don't know. I, I, felt, I don't know. I'm a bit undecided on this one. I, I, I didn't just, mind it. No, I'm not saying I hated it. I just didn't think it was necessary. I don't know. I mean... I sort of saw it coming. As in, you, like you think gonna, it was going to have the narrator was that Dutch guy? That was a bit random. I thought how oh, he yeah. just started talking loads of stuff. That I, thought, I found quite odd. I yeah. mean, it was a bit of a weird way to finish because yeah, suddenly going from his point of view. Yeah, as if this this guy is just only just met. He didn't even say anything on screen. All his words are just yeah. in this monologue. I thought yeah, ah, it's a bit of a weak. Not weak, I suppose. It's just it a was bit strange. annoying. And it did seem strange that they bring in a character at the very end to have such a key. Why didn't you have I one, feel of, like one there of was... Japanese guys talk us through? Yeah, it? yeah, it's yeah, one yeah maybe. Or known throughout film, or even just Liam Neeson, or Liam Neeson, or Andrew Garfield just narrate his own what, you know, whatever. Yeah, I've seen that done in many films over the years. That yeah. See, well, that I liked all the other guy. all the other voiceover. That is the one that. It's because it was so stood out as strange. It's because it was so important and it, it went on for a while and yeah. it tied up so many. It tied up the film. I do think it it, thought, it, it gave a lot of information you, in that end sequence that was maybe not necessary. Yeah, yeah I mean, did I really want need to know forty years? I mean, 
40, 1680 odd. Yeah, I mean, do I really give a shit if his, if his Japanese wife didn't weep? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just joking there, but anyway, um, <laughs> like going back to what you're talking about about the final shot, Jack. I mean, yeah. Do you what you think it should have been left up to your own interpretation? Maybe. <sighs> well, his po- actual feelings, or possibly. I don't mind them. No, I don't. Maybe, but I, I don't mind them sort of showing you the cross and or. But I just don't like the final shot and because it zooming through the fire and for, and, and for a good ten seconds. It's it's it stays on the cross and it's like, this is the message we want you to go away with. Mm. Take it, take it. And I just would have liked a little bit more subtlety there. Yeah, I can see that. But I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. What do you think, Richard? I don't. I don't agree with that. I. I don't think that's. I don't think that's the message you need. You mean the message is that everyone should become a Christian or what? Mm, I don't think that's what you meant. I think what you meant is the message. Well, I don't know if it's. Was message the word you meant? I, I guess that the message of to me what it gets through is that it's like kind he's of, still a Christian yeah yeah he's he never really he never really announced, announced it because and, and, it's kind of it's kind of a whole point of the whole film is uh, uh, and something that it's it's strongly trying to get across to you in the whole film is faith. this whole idea all, the whole film's about faith well obviously but the, the the whole idea of of physically denouncing your God or whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean and, and how it's all. It's all kind of nonsense unless unless it's what you really believe. Like, so what if you step on a picture, basically? Yeah. What 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 the fuck does that really mean? Mm. Which is kind of what I think that it's trying to get across to you throughout the film. So then, it's kind of bringing that home at the end with that final shot. But then it's about is that really necessary? Yeah? See, no, I didn't have an actual problem with the shot of the cross at the end. Mm. I do sort of agree with the whole in, um, argument of interpret it for yourself. Mm. And I don't think we needed to go that far on in time with the story. Having said that, for me as a viewer in this film, and the good shots with the, or as the Dutch guy was narrating, but when Liam Neeson and Garfield were working together to sniff out the Christians, mm. me personally, I could just tell, looking at him, that he's still wasn't really happy with what he was doing mm. and he was picking up all these artefacts with which had crosses on and what have you I could still tell that he wasn't 100% converted that he, that he still had a bit of faith in him yeah he wasn't ha- he didn't look happy did he no he, he didn't did, look he happy didn't, with what he was doing he didn't look calm the, the bloke who kept coming back whose name I can't remember his name I don't even understand why he kept coming back actually he got a bit irritated at one point because he just kept coming up to him the- Padre Padre uh, wanted him to hear his confession. Yeah, we haven't actually spoken about him. About Should we talk him? about him a bit? Yes. I, Can I just finish I have... this point before we talk yep. about this guy? Mm. Yeah, so when he came back sort of 20 years on and Garfield spoke to God again, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was obvious, obviously at that point it was obvious that he still had his faith and he still believed. Mm. Um, so to summarise all what I've just said there, I didn't actually mind that last shot. Um, I, I, I was it needed? I don't know. Because I don't think we needed to go that far on in the story in the first place. I reckon we could have still been a two-hour, whatever-minute film yeah. it was, but just handled it a bit differently. Yeah. Because yeah. we're left with cinema now, sort of knowing exactly what happened to him at the end of his life. Mm. Football. I don't mind knowing about him and Neeson working together and what, what have you, but maybe changing it, maybe leave, letting me work out a few things for myself mm. that's my opinion yeah I mean. yeah I think I, I agree mm. with that 
I certainly wasn't keen on the narration from the new guy. Just no. just it's a bit too much. It wasn't just it? felt a really strange decision mm. to have him narrate mm. that bit. I mean, I don't know what they're trying to do. Anyway, mm. but yeah, should we talk about that character who kept yeah wanting uh, to have his sins? I, I have to say, I, I I did find him a little tiresome at times. I just I found it just bizarre. I mm. kept popping up and his importance, and I thought he, at a point where I thought he'd go when um, he sort of sold Garfield out and he got. Yeah, the silver and that, and I thought, right, well, that's the end of him. Yeah, and he just kept coming back and coming back, and I thought, well, why? What? It did get a little bit tiresome. I don't really know why he needed to. But then at the very end, he he. I mean, how many times did Andrew Garfield hear his sin and sort of forgive him and whatever? Yeah, I feel like that's the that's the thing it's trying to say with that character. He keeps he keeps on. He still thinks just he's denouncing still... his faith. Uh, whenever he needs to, but then he'll he'll always come back to yeah to ask for forgiveness because he never he never really no. denounces his faith. Mm. Um, but it definitely it definitely did feel a bit odd that Andrew Garfield's character kept on mm. what's the word I don't know it kept, just kept on kind of forgiving him forgiving him and, and 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 just kind of going along with him. Yeah, I mean he did obviously get frustrated with him. After a few times, but he never, and, and he did have that line where he said, "Do you know what absolution means?" Mm. But he still didn't really kind of try and get that point across to him any more than that. He still never said, mm. "Like, look, at a certain point, you're going to have to take this a bit seriously." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a bit confused about his character. Really. It's, I, I feel like it all comes back to this thing about no matter how many times you force someone to denounce their faith, they're never really doing it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, is there anything else spoilery anyone wants to bring up? No, we talked about Liam Neeson, haven't we? Yeah, I feel like we've yeah. picked it apart a yeah. bit. Yeah. And, uh, I think this is one of them films across. where it's there are certain films where it's quite hard to come straight from it and do a podcast. I think this would have been better if we had a bit more time to absorb it. Definitely some films need that. Definitely for you, Jack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just going to have to do some editing on this one tonight. Jesus. <laughs> I'll just come get... Yeah. But you know... There are some definite, definitely some films where we it would it would help if we had a bit of time. Which time do you want, man? Yeah, we're not complaining though. No, I'm not complaining, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? There are some films where you yeah. know what I'm saying. I know, I know what you're saying, and I'd like you to stop. <coughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. In the name of God, please stop. <laughs> oh Christ! Um, <laughs> right. So shall we? Should we move on to favourite scenes then, guys? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I might, right. I might need some time to think of this. Actually, joke. No, I said it. I think I don't mind this. Right, okay, well, you go for it then. Cause All right, well, that's. I'll just say that's that's the end of our spoiler talk now. So uh, right. we can carry on listening. <laughs> yeah, mine. Mine, I think, is the scene where um, Andrew Garfield first meets Father Ferreira again at the mm-hmm. temple, because I thought that scene was extremely well acted. Liam Neeson and Andrew Garfield were fantastic in that scene and just thought it was really well done. So um, for me, that's that's my favourite scene. Okay, cool. Woody? I will go for uh, the scene where Andrew Garfield is dropped off at Gotha Island and he bumps into that guy again. Mm. Guy, we need a name for him, don't we? Long-haired man. Long-haired man. Um, <laughs> and long-haired man... Says, right, come on, follow me. And Garfield starts to feel a bit sick because he can't, he's had too much salt in his food or something. Yeah. Of 
whatever he gave oh, him yeah, was too salty. In the, yeah, yeah. And he needed something to drink. It's quite a nice shot of um, the camera running away from Andrew Garfield. That was a really nice shot. Anyway, the next bit after that, when he's washing his face in the stream and he's, uh, Andrew Garfield looks down on yes. the reflection of the water yeah. and he starts to go a bit crazy. That was and the first time that he really sort of cracked yeah. an old film. Oh, that was great, actually. Um, it transpires the way starts, it does. Yeah, really, really enjoyed that scene. Great moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the scene where Adam Driver is seen again. Oh, yeah, that was about... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and kind of everything that happens to his character at that moment. Yes, um, without spoiling anything. Bas- I just really liked basically what where we saw what happened with him, and I actually thought it was a really good acting moment from Adam Driver as well. Mm. Yeah, Andrew Garfield was great as well. When that's true. Saw... Being held back. Uh, so yeah, that's a great scene. That's I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. Can I, can I just bring up a point I didn't mention no. in the review? It's really quick. But it just reminded me, because you said of that shot when... Is it spoilery? Or no, 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 it's just a, about the, one of the camera movements. You know that shot you said when it pulls mm-hmm. back? There was another shot which happened um, a few times, which I loved, was when um, the camera would be looking at something, and then it, a fast pan. Yeah. But you saw the entire pan, and then it would suddenly stop on a key thing, like a key character or something. That's what happened when... Um... The scene you were talking about before, do you know when the eagle's flying? Yeah. And Adam Driver and yeah, Andrew yeah. Garfield are lying on the rocks for the first time. Yeah. It's doing that it's doing that fast pan and it stops on the two guys looking, yeah. looking at yeah. them. Yeah. Well That's it went right. past them and then it went back. Um yeah. yeah. And that quick pan happened three or four times and I thought that was a really effective little shot there. Mm. So thank, the thank you, Martin. Was, uh, outstanding. Oh yeah. Always yeah. is. The cinematography was outstanding as well, I mean. Oh yeah. Cool. Uh, right, what are we giving this one out of ten, guys? Jack? I think I'm going to hit silence with an eight. Um, excellent, excellent film. Some small issues which we've discussed, but overall, fantastic. Scorsese again, nailing it. Um, I definitely agree with what we've said earlier about it's definitely not for everyone, but if you're on the fence, I urge you to go and try it, because I think you'll love it. Yeah. So, eight from me. Woody? I tell you what, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go full whack. I'm going to go full house. Um hmm. It's always difficult when the film's so long. You you wonder if you're gonna be so engaged or all the way throughout. And, and I was completely. At, I love this. I love this film. Um, there really wasn't that many issues with it that I, I, that I had. Um, all right, okay. That that one character was getting on our nerves a bit at the end, but I thought he did offer something. It was just a bit. Yeah. It was a bit tiresome, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It didn't stop you enjoying the great films. Yeah, and we spoke about the very end, and I said. I didn't mind it. So, um, yeah. Andrew Garfield, outstanding young man. <laughs> outstanding. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> no, he was, wasn't he? He was great. All the acting. All the acting, Liam Neeson. You might say, um, he was amazing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh. Yeah, and all the extras as, as well. Um, you got to give them some credit because I thought they were they were awesome. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be a full house for me. Fair enough, yeah. Okay, well, I was seriously debating whether to give this a full house in my head as well. I think I'm just, just going to slightly under and go with nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Just, to, just like you say, very small uh, things. Not really that many problems with it. But, uh, yeah, I'll just, I just hit that with a, a nine and a half. Just always leaving room for more. Mm. Do you think um, you'll rewatch it anytime soon? No, right. Look, mm. Richie, look. 
we know you wanted to see more of Kieran Hines. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I Sean Bean Award nominee. Yeah, Kieran Hines. You know what? I honestly, I would. I think Sean Bean would have uh, added a lot to this film if he had been. <laughs> Can you imagine if he popped up? <laughs> that as a, been as a Japanese brother. <laughs> that would have been great. Oh. <clears throat> What's the question you just asked them? Would you watch it again? Yeah, would you rewatch it? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I probably wouldn't watch it anytime soon, but no, because it's so yeah, it's uh, heavy, heavy, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. But I can see myself watching this again at some point. Yeah, yeah I think I can. Just unbelievable to to think that. But it's just not one of those from... films that you no 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 watch no, no, no. over and over again. That's, no, not, that's not a criticism no, to no, say no, you wouldn't. It's it's one of those where you got to sit down when you watch it. You got to really mm. you got to make it like an event sort of thing. You got yeah, you got. I mean, it's not something you just throw on, and it's also probably the type of thing that you. are I feel like, I mean, I obviously can't confirm this until I watch it a second time, but I feel like it's the type of film that you get the most out of it the first time you watch it. Yeah. Because it's the point that it's making. I think so. In the story that's... I suppose. I think it would have most impact. But again, I cannot confirm that until I've seen it a second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So It's just a very unique film, and I love Mm. unique films. It's incredible to think that it's... What score says he's what seventy four now. I honestly don't know. And he's still coming out with such original. It was written by him and uh, Jay Cox right, as well, right. who I don't know very well. well did, you got to say the cinematography was just based on oh, yeah. incredible. Based on a book as well. It said at the end. Incredible. Okay, um, skipping quiz nights this week because of various reasons. The main one being that this is a quite an odd one to do a quiz for. Mm. I yeah. can't really think of a way to do it without it just be kind of ruining so the story. Hard to do, wouldn't it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're we're skipping it this week, and we're just going to move straight on to news. And the first thing we're going to talk about is the latest trailer for Fifty Shades Darker. Oh God! <laughs> Not feeling this one, Jack. First of all, has anyone actually? Do you know anyone who's seen the first one? And no, no I don't know anyone who's seen it, so I can't even. I've not, I don't know. I have, n- I have no frame of reference. Yeah, exactly. I don't know it. anyone who's read the book. No, nope. I don't. I think Mum has actually. Oh god, has she? <laughs> Good to know. I don't know. Well, I saw some chains in her. <laughs> <laughs> you saw Rick stalking with it. Right, moving on. Um, yeah, exactly. I've got no frame of reference for it, but obviously, it's very obvious from the trailer. You know what it's all about. And it just looks like... Love. It just looks bloody awful. Yeah, it's... I remember when the shitstorm kicked off about the book. Well, it sold millions. Millions upon millions of copies. Mm. Um, And if you're going to make it into a film, then the book's all about sex, isn't it? It's going to be full of it, and it's going to be... That's what the people want. ...and whatever the nature of the source material. Yeah. But, I mean... Aside from that, the trailer, I thought the lines were awful, I thought the script was poor, really badly delivered. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Johnson, last thing I saw her in was a bigger splash, oh, she was pretty bad in that. Yeah. Um, the film was bad though, she wasn't that bad, it was the film really. I remember after the first one I've came out. I've never seen her in anything, well not, not really seen her in much, but what else has she done that's been... She was in, uh, wasn't she in a like shit comedy with Rebel Wilson or something oh, God. yes yeah I think she was yeah so but yeah. at the end of that trailer we watched so start on Irvin, I suppose. We, we watched we actually watched the trailer from December didn't we 
And towards the end of that trailer, it got away from the sex and it, and it started to look as if there was actually a story there. Mm. Well, I, I just... I, yeah, I was going to bring this up. I like how <coughs> they're still trying to pretend that anyone's in this for... For the story. Like, an actual kind of enticing storyline or plotline. Like, <coughs> oh, yeah. it's got ex-girlfriend or something stalking him now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, well, re- I'm, really, I'm really interested in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Don't kid yourself. Yeah. Um, we all know why everyone goes to see it. But yeah, I, I remember when the, when the first one came out and it was kind of getting revealed that the, the two lead actors like fucking hate each other. Really? Or something, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Um, which kind of explains the complete lack of chemistry well, yeah. on screen. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure that that was a, a thing that was kind of... Whether it was just um, juicy propaganda, I have no idea, but uh, yeah, that's what I be, but... found out. Did you know that they've also already filmed the third one? Bloody hell. I, don't, I didn't realise it was that much of a popular film franchise. Oh, yeah, it's, prop- it's popular. Yeah. <sighs> oh, God, what's wrong with this world? So on Valentine's Day, should we go and spend a romantic evening together watching this? Or watching dolphins something else, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's the difference, Henry? Let's come into this world. Well, what's the difference? I can't possibly tell you, Richard. Mean, going, well, I suppose... The difference is going out in public to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess that's our kind of thoughts on that trailer. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are into it. Fine, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's. What must be in public. <laughs> into the, these films in the book, which is fair enough, but yeah. I don't think it's for us. No. no, no. So you might not get a review of this one. I'm afraid. Um, yeah, sorry there's guys. More chance of hell freezing over yeah. than a review coming out of Fifty Shades Darker. Yeah. Yeah. Could, be, could be pretty funny and I actually thought Fifty Shades Darker was a follow up to the parody <laughs> series yeah. and not an actual second film oh, of the yeah. actual Fifty Shades of Grey that was funny franchise I thought it yeah was I thought a, you were joking I was being serious I thought it was another yeah. parody I know there is one yeah, yeah, yeah Fifty Henry, Shades of Black, black. Yeah, Henry, Henry was very surprised when we put the trailer on <laughs> to see a lack of black people on the yeah. screen. I had to stop him. Like, What's going on? <laughs> Where are the Wayans brothers? Yeah. And that cover of that Beyonce song. Ooh. Bloody hell. Ooh. Mm. I think they had a... I don't know if it was a different cover of the same song in the first one, or it might have been the same one. God. But I think they were, that cover was... Why do, they, why do they think that's a good idea? Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on to something yeah, else. Please, Chris. Please, God. Okay, next piece of news we've got to talk about um, is a very interesting uh, little piece here. Yorgos Lanthimos is doing a dark comedy series called On Becoming a God in Central Florida. Uh, And this is going to star Kirsten Dunst, and I believe George Clooney is also involved. So, uh, Henry, you were kind of reading a bit more about this. Yeah. Have you got any more kind of Yeah, well, George Clooney's going to be executive producing it and right. starring and so is Kirsten Dunst she's also on the producing team mm. oh no sorry she's just starring um, and it's been described as a darkly comedic comedy story about the cult of free enterprise and one woman's relentless pursuit of the American dream in the early 1990s now I just think this sounds uh, intriguing and fascinating yeah. it's going to be on AMC so I don't know when we're going to get to see All right. it might come onto Netflix or something. Well, I assume it will, um, or TV at yeah. some point in Prime, in maybe. Or we'll just get it on DVD one. when it comes out. Yeah, but um... <laughs> yeah, very interesting. I mean, it's just it. It still feels a little strange when you when you've got a, a film director going to TV because 
it's like in that period where TV is kind of coming mm. up and and even maybe even past films yeah. these days. Mm. Um, but it still feels like quite a strange thing because like ten years ago you wouldn't have that happening yeah. at all. And usually, from what I've seen of traditional film makers think. who direct TV, people like David Fincher, he's the directed a few episodes of House of Cards for example. Oh yeah, yeah. You sort of dabble in it, don't they? They don't make it. Well, not very often, anyway. I don't think so. It, um, it seems a strange thing to me. Mm. We've got some more information. Like, you'd, you'd have them, like, start maybe starting with TV series and then yeah. moving on to films. I read before that Martin Scorsese directed an episode of um, Boardwalk Empire. Right. I have not seen it, but... Mm. So, yeah, they do... I think film film directors do occasionally come mm. in, maybe just to do, to do the old episode. Like, didn't you say Jodie Foster did an episode? She did the um, House of Cards. Yeah, yeah. And she's done Orange is the, the New Black yeah. and Blue. So yeah, that's definitely. A, but to do a, a whole that... series, um... mm. I've got some more information on the uh, character that Kirsten Dunst is going to play. Okay, she's, apparently she's called um, Crystal Gill, a recently widowed minimum wage uh, Orlando water park employee who is left with nothing. She lies, schemes, and cons her way up the ranks of Founders American merchandise, the cultish flag-waving multi-billion-dollar pyramid scheme that drove her to ruin in the first place. So the more mm. sort of finding out about this, the more it's sort of appealing to me. Yeah, yeah, it seems very interesting. And I mean, just 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 based on another dark comedy that we've seen yeah. from uh, Yorgos yeah, Lanthimos. Yeah. And we, uh, I think we've we got can... um, the killing of a sacred deer. That's true. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> Oof! <Christ. laughs> oh God! Oh, killing of me! Fire! <laughs> so I was just going to say the killing of a sacred deer is coming out later this year, which yeah. I'm intrigued to see as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so hopefully we get to see a bit more of his work this year. So that's very interesting. Up, anyway. I'm mm. looking forward to. I've maybe, still never uh, seen Dogtooth, which is apparently supposed to be an amazing film. Oh, mm, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to. You get someone, out. someone like the oh. power of uh, George Clooney behind you producing it. Yeah, it's only a good sign, isn't it? Really, was Kirsten yeah. Dunst in uh, Eternal Sunshine? Yeah, she was indeed. That was it. Yeah. yeah, she's quite a good actress, isn't she? What else has she been in? Spider-Man. Lowe's. Spider-Man, yeah. Fargo to Jumanji. Uh, she in Jumanji? Yeah, you know, no, no, no. The oh, old the original, one. The original Jumanji. Jumanji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very intriguing. Mm. Yes. She's in this new Hidden Figures as well, isn't she? Jack's favourite film of 2017 already. <laughs> Is she really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even more reason to watch it. <laughs> I didn't know she was in that. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a very interesting one. Are we going to be looking forward to waiting a while of... for that? Is there no news on like no news on the face? Right. We'll look forward to some kind of trailer. I think the next thing something. from him is going to be yeah. the Killing yeah. Sacred Deer. Yeah. But <sighs> probably going to be. It's only just been announced today. Probably going to be next so... year at least, isn't it? Yeah, I assume. Yeah, probably. I presume. Yeah. Uh, but that does it, just about does it for news. I think this week. Yeah. Uh, unless you guys have got anything more to bring up. Not really. No. no. Right, well, uh, let's just move on to things that we've watched this week then. Jack, what have you got for us? Only one thing this week, Richie, and it's a bit of a strange one maybe, considering I've not seen any of the others, but on New Year's Day I did watch Sherlock. Mm. Right, well, let's stop here. Who's not watched it? Uh, Sorry. It's always one, isn't it? We'll have to do spoilers. Alright, we'll just talk about them. I thought you'd have watched it, Richie. I don't want to watch it until I've seen last year's thing and I couldn't find that. Oh, I can't bother watching that. It's got nothing to do with this. Anyway. Oh, really? I heard it has. Because it's set in the past. I know, but I heard it still had a... I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> oh, that one that was... Mm. Actually... Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen 
any of the earlier series. Mm. But I, I, I thought, you know what, it's on, I want to watch it, I'm going to watch it, and if it's a major issue, then so be it. But it actually wasn't. There were a couple of references in there that obviously I didn't understand, but for the most part, the case itself, which this episode starts mm. off with, you know, that was a... I could follow that, and I could... There's no reason why, if you haven't seen the early ones, you can't enjoy this new fourth series, unless maybe for later on I might lose myself, I don't know. I thought it was really great. And it has encouraged me to go back. You said that the first series is is your favourite. Well, actually, now that I think about it, well, it's the first two series okay. that are good. Yeah, Def- um, de- it definitely has encouraged me to you know third make, one I wasn't as crazy about to make the effort to go and try and catch up. I loved it. It's very very fast paced. I love all the little graphics that come up on the screen. They're used in a really clever, nice, smooth way, mm. and just the whole feel of the of the show. You know, Benedict Cumberbatch. And his delivery and how speedy he is, and him and Martin Freeman, great, great duo, work really well together. Great chemistry between them. Just the whole thing, I really, really liked, and it was a very intelligent, cleverly written show. So, yeah, definitely keen to try and catch up with it because I know there's only borrow the DVD. Is there only like three episodes in each series? Yeah, yeah. So it's not you know it's not impossible to catch up with, and I just thought it was excellent without going into spoilers. Yeah. Maybe next week, Richie, when you've seen it, we can discuss it again. But yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Another one out on Sunday. Yeah, now. I, yeah. I mean, I, I was going. To, I was. I have got it recorded and ready to watch. I, I did want to to wait until I'd seen. I still haven't watched last year's kind of New Year's special well, one. I haven't either. Yeah, and so you were just saying that maybe I didn't really need to mm. bother waiting for it. Maybe I won't. Then maybe I'll just watch it because I was trying to find last year's somewhere, and I, admittedly, right. I didn't look very hard, but. I loved it, and, it, and it's huge, isn't it? In America as well, it's absolutely massive. Well, you watched it, would you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I want to get your thoughts because I know that you, like me, yes, has been I like you a bit down on this. First two loved, third one didn't, and then completely sort of lost interest in the last two years about it. Mm. And I didn't enjoy this episode. Did right? You know? No. Um, no surprise. I thought that it's gone so far away from. The first half an hour was very much like the old episodes. Okay. The old sort of like first two where they're on Baker Street and they're trying to just solve crimes and Sherlock's just being Sherlock. But then we started pissing around. We went into Norway, Morocco. Mm. We've gone all over the place and the storyline, all right, okay, it was, it was a weird, interesting um, case, but it was so far-fetched and just too much and i Viewing conditions were hampered a bit because we were watching it with eight people because of mm. a family up from London. And there was a lot of pausing and there was a lot of people mm. saying, oh. right, hold on, what's going on there? Always but to be fair, to be fair, I'm everyone, already. everyone was in agreement because not, no one really knew what was going on at times. It just didn't have that same feel of it. And, oh, I'm um, disappointed. Of the old Sherlock. Of, you just want to see him on Baker Street just solving stuff and... You know, why are you messing around? Do you think it's Do you think it's trying to be too clever? It's trying to be too. It's trying to be too clever. It's trying to be too showy offy. We're never going to find out Where about is it? how he faked his own death. It's not going to happen, is it? And, you know, that's you know. I've been talking that's to really piss me off. I, I don't yeah, understand I why we never told us. I mean, I've been talking to people about that, and the people that like at work and stuff. Uh, Matt, hi, how you doing? Um, that kind of have been telling me, oh, they did explain it, they explained it. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, they didn't. They they gave a load of reasons and then never committed to one. Yeah, yeah. Because there's like two years between each series, that whole cliffhanger built up and up and up, and mm. everyone, like, I don't think they expected how much, like, it was going to blow up 
all, all over the place. Yeah. Uh, yeah on how are people coming up with theories yeah. and things like that. So they kind of lost their nerve as to coming up with an actual answer mm. that wouldn't have been predictable or anything. It's so they just out. gave a bunch of them and then never actually committed yeah. and said, yeah, it was this one. Bloody idiots. Oh, I'm... Uh... So no, I, did, I, I didn't really... But I think you'll enjoy the first two series. Well, uh, yeah. It's interesting to hear that. Shame you haven't watched it because you can't really get properly into it. But Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't. We tend not to talk spoilers no, in this section no, anyway, no. but... Yeah, I'll, does Joe watch maybe it? Maybe I will just... I think he has done, yeah. I think, I think he, he does. Done. I'm not sure. I actually. thought he did. But I'll try... I'll, 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 either, I'll either watch both of them or I'll just watch this last I'll one. I'll probably um, still watch the episode on Sunday. Just, you may as well finish it. What else is on? There's, only, there's only three episodes. Yeah, what else is on? Nothing really. So. Um, but I, I some, sometimes I feel like this this not putting a series out for two years thing is a it's kind of shut, shooting themselves in the foot. Luther um, did the same thing because you got to remember Benedict and Martin Freeman. Yeah, of course they got two schedules. very very busy boys and. There's only so many times, yeah, there's only course. so many months in the calendar you can set aside for filming. Of course, but you... I mean, for me, especially when you, you have a series that maybe you weren't too keen on, by the time two years have passed, you're just kind of like, well, I'm, yeah, I'm not so, that bothered. Yeah. Mm. I didn't know it was on. Lost New, interest now. New, New Year's Eve or whatever it was. Yeah. No, it was New Year's Day. I was thinking, oh, fuck, oh I mean, this, this, I mean, they've still got a fucking massive fan base, but uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just losing interest in it. Yeah, and... Mm. Me personally, Richie, I don't know. You, you might go and watch it. You might share Jack's view. But... Yeah, maybe it's a good thing that I've sort of started here because I can't sort of say, "Oh, it's mm. shit" compared to the early ones. Yeah, so yeah, maybe. I think you should watch these DVDs. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to. Yeah, right. But that's it. A really poor week. Sorry, sorry, gents. No problem. What about you? Yeah, couple of things. Um, couple of rewatches. Um, cool. First one was the original Superman. Film. Oh, cool! Um, this was on on uh, what was it? I think it was New Year's Day as well. It was on ITV <laughs> in the morning, like half ten in the morning or something. Oh wait, so were you watching it all as a family? The eight of you again? No, I was, um, I was watching it with my cousins. Yeah, okay. and um, oh, God, now you see, <laughs> my cousin is um, thirteen, so he's all about he knows all DC and all that, and you know he's well into Marvel. But I ended up loving this. Superman film and it was 76 it was made and it just shows it shows its age you know it really does show its age it's, yeah, 40, it's 40 years old it's been a while since I've watched it and my god it, it looks it and it just shows how how far we've come with CGI and, and all this all these techni- techniques now are incredible but did it bother you at all while you were watching it? no because I loved it you know it was a film that I watched religiously <laughs> and there's no pun intended for this <laughs> film this show but I used to watch it all the time when I was a kid. I loved Christopher Reeve as, as, as uh, Superman. Yeah. And what what DC lack and what they will never be able to get is this um, warm, fun f- film, which which Superman was the original one was. Because who who was it? Henry? What was he called? Cavill. Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did he bring to the table as Superman? Fuck all. Whereas Christopher Reeve is just so charming and plays it so well, they just got the wrong attitude at the moment. It's got great, yeah, they have, and it's got it's got some comedy in it. Gene Hackman is Lex Luthor, what a choice! He's he, he's brilliant, he's brilliant, he's sort of state scene stealing at times, and you know it's it's just it just made me laugh in, laugh in, in a good way. And, yeah, you know, it's, a bit of nostalgia. Yeah, 
massive nostalgia trip and yeah I just don't I think yeah we can't we can't make them like that anymore <laughs> for good reason maybe because of the um, CGI and what have you but no it, it was really good I really enjoyed watching that mm. um, so I've got one film that I went to cinema to see uh, mm. and then a couple of rewatches on TV I think what should I go with next I'll go with a rewatch on TV See that bad boy behind you? We were talking about it last week. <laughs> we just put it on Netflix all Yes, six I was going to bring this up, actually, as an update, because it is quite disgusting. <laughs> every time, every time I get a new series of something that maybe I haven't seen in ages, I'm like, fucking hell, I am going to binge this bad boy. And the next fucking day, <laughs> they've put it on Netflix. <laughs> and it's happened again with The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Sickening, <laughs> but it never, it never, it never. Like, You've obviously, listened to the show, Richard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All jokes aside, though, um, it never, never really bothers me because I, I want it on DVD anyway oh, to yeah. add to the collection. So, but it, it, it is a bit frustrating. But it's as soon as I get it. Yeah. The same thing happened when I got Community on DVD. That appeared on Netflix a week it? later. <laughs> These fucking internet businesses—they're killing the universe of. <laughs> Physical media. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I streamed uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air <laughs> using the internet the thing called Netflix. Richie, I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, come into the 21st century, lad. Um, yeah, I'll, I don't really know what to say about it. Other than what a show! What a show! <laughs> and still, so, I was really ill on really on Monday, so I'm just absolutely tandem. Um, I think I'm on about 15, 16 episodes already on the first mm. season. I didn't realise there was sort of 20 odd on each one. Yeah, I think that's um, probably around where I am with it as well. Yeah, um, yeah. we talked last week and we talked a lot about in uh, reviews that we've done about films where we say, right, well, no characters really bring anything to the table. No one's really offering everything. Whereas in Fresh Prince, every character is so different, mm. but so funny for their own different ways. you got e- e- even Ashley, who's a great child actor. Yeah, she is actually. See, I always remember her sort of the later ones, you see how she you, literally grows old in yeah. the show, and yeah. she's amazing as, as a child actor. And the, the scene stealer, in my opinion, is James Avery as, as Phil. God rest his soul. I, mean, I he, agree. Comedy completely. timing, he's got the the face acting, um, hmm. just just he's, incredible. Like he's great. He, he's every scene that he's in, I've always watched him because he's sort of the experience, and he, <laughs> he, he just plays it so so well. Um, I agree. I agree. It's not just the comedy as well. It's just a great actor. Yeah, and and you got Viv as well. Um, their relationship, it, the first is, Viv, yeah, the first Viv. Their relationship is so great, and yeah, they're always trying to cancel each other out. They're just so funny. Yeah, every character is just, it's just amazing. You know, it, it's it's Will Smith's show, but it's not all about yeah. Will Smith. No, it's, got, it's about so everyone. You know, Hillary, Hillary as well, playing the spoiled brat. Yeah. just her time in it. He definitely doesn't oh, yeah, carry the show. She's superb as well. No, yeah, everyone's great. Fucking I mean, not even to mention fucking Carlton. For, um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> incredible. I think, I mean, the question on everyone's minds, who's your favourite character? I think for me, it's got to be Carlton. I think for me, it'd be Philip. Philip, yeah. Philip Bates. I mean, that's a great call. But, uh, yeah, I just, I just, I just well, find I Carlton get... hilarious in everything <laughs> yeah. he says. Jack. So, Staying suspiciously uh, quiet on this one. Well, I'm, I'm really bad at decision making, <laughs> as you know. 
Right, well, we won't wait yeah, forever. Yeah, um, yeah, don't bother. <laughs> carrying on. Um, another thing on TV was um, this Channel 4 cop, sort of like a comedy cop drama thing called No Offence. Come back for a second uh, series. First episode was on Wednesday, Thursday night, last night. Yeah, I mean, the first series was really great because it was quite a new show, a new idea, and it, it was... Um, it had comedy. Any of you ever see uh, a touch of cloth series? You on answered Sky? that before he'd even asked. Sorry, yeah, yeah, well, you had. Well, you probably just no. natural reaction. Anything that I've seen. Either. I thought he was going to say the first series of this. No, a touch of cloth. Is that ring? Uh, it rings a bell. Yeah, I, I, I remember it being advertised. Yeah, no, I mean that was, in it, but I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, that was that was a completely Mickey take of um, these sort of cop yeah. shows. Whereas this one had it actually had a storyline to it, hmm. but they used a lot of actors from comedy backgrounds and actors who were just naturally funny and and um, sort of the banter for want of a better word was you know it, it never bogged you down in technical terms it was always it was a, a lot more um, loose and funny and I think it won quite a few awards or whatever but yada um, yeah and then the first series started first episode was on the other night and you see we were talking before about gaps between Sherlock mm two years since the first series of this so this came out in 2015 and we didn't do any sort of previously Mm. and I just thought oh my what's going on I completely forgot everything I think it's so it's so naive for for shows to do that it is a rookie mistake you've got what do you expect people to remember every detail about the show I I mean we kept referencing it it was coming back to me vaguely and the story that they took on was a new story but I mean, the previously feature is going out with the internet because everything's just yeah, coming out all the time, and you know you rewatch it and shit. But you've no, got to stay on top me, of it no, for bollocks, some things. Bollocks. Yeah, uh, something like this, you know, you need that previously. So, something, yeah. Anyway, I digress. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just okay. I think it. I'll get into it a bit more because I, I do enjoy it. It's a bit, it's a bit different from generic um, mm. murder mystery sort of thing. So, yeah, that's no offense. Um, and then, right, one f- film rewatch, there's a me- meant to bring around, but I've forgotten, and then one new one. So I'll start with the rewatch, Waking Fright. Um, oh, I decided yeah. to rewatch it because I got it for Christmas and it's a very nice DVD. Yeah. And I, f- I was going to bring it around with End of Watch to give to Dish Out to see whoever wanted it. Um, mm. But I'll bring it on Monday because we've got Julieta and. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, the reason I watched it, re- wanted to rewatch it again was because I-, I loved it the first time and. Because uh, Scorsese actually called it his scariest film he's ever seen, so mm. I thought, right, give it a watch again, and then pass it over. Mm. I bloody forgot. <laughs> uh, so I bring it on Monday. Um, I, I love this film. I, I think it's, I think it's one of the most well, yeah, one of the most underrated films of, of all time. I mean, it's just incredibly. Even on the second watch, just amazing. And the great thing about this DVD that I got, the dual disc format, you'll be able to watch it in 1080p and. Uh, on Blu-ray and this booklet that comes with it it's about 40 pages it's got all these essays and all these pictures about it the more I find out about this film the more I just love it and I do think it's it's one of my favourites it's definitely in the top sort of three of all time (laughs) Um, it's just such a clever film it's just so so powerful and incredible yeah I think I'll bring it next week and you can both give it a watch cool Um, I love this film um That'll be the end of that. And then I went to the cinema on Monday to watch a new film um, with my cousin, um, 
Assassin's Creed. Oh, oh you did? Yes. Oof. And I tell you what, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. All right. Mm. See, it's been absolutely slated, and I didn't actually think it was that bad. What was it that you liked then? The, the, the actual storyline. Well, you see, I played the game, you see, so I sort of. Oh, right. Well, I never played the first one when I was the Outer Grasshopper, but <laughs> I, I do remember it. Um, I never played it, yeah. And I think the best parts of this film are the parts where Michael Fassbender is in the Animos, and when he's in the 15th century uh, Spanish um, Inquisition, mm. when he is fighting. They're the best scenes. The action. The action, 100%. Okay. Um, Great CGI. Yeah, really good. Um, and they're definitely the best parts of the film. But I, I feel overall, it, it wasn't actually that bad. I mean, I, I, was, I was going in expecting the worst. Mm. Just because of... You know, mm. We talked about it before when the trailer came out. Not yeah. really interested in... And the critics have been um, caning it a bit. Video game adaptation. Video game adaptations never Risky. work. Never. Never work. Yeah. I've got to say, I mean, I didn't think it was that bad. How was Marion Cotillard? Well, um, she was pretty poor again. And I, I remember <coughs> I remember after Allied saying, we couldn't um, quite pin down her accent. You know, was she German? Was she yeah. English? That's why I couldn't work out whether she was a spy or not. Turns out that's just a normal accent. She's <laughs> <laughs> probably the exact same in this film. Oh, right. uh, so that's tied up that loose end, yeah. That's, <laughs> her, that's just her natural accent is a weird French-German-English hybrid, whatever she has. Right. Um, but the scenes with her and her father, played by Jeremy Irons, they're a bit boring and very strange, really, because the whole idea of the film is for Fassie has to go back in time. Well, they don't go back in time. goes in the animals to, to get this... Apple of Eden, which is what Jeremy Irons wants, but he's never really described why he wants it, and when he gets it, what's actually going to happen. I mean, he says, yeah, we want to eradicate violence from the world. I don't even remember that being explained in the games, to be honest. Yeah, and (laughs) it just wasn't really made clear enough, I don't think, and the cinema was really busy, and this was a Monday afternoon, this is New Year's Day (laughs) afternoon, or 2nd of January, actually, it was. Um, it was pretty rammed for sort of three o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Um, but yeah, um, Did Charlotte put... Rampling made a cameo. Um, she? She was a few scenes, not not a lot. She was one of the elders. So when you say not that bad, if that's comparing to what you were expecting it to be, well, I was just expecting it to be complete and utter dross. Yeah. Yeah. So how far away is it from complete and utter dross? It was more than a middle of ro- middle of the road plodder, and that's really for me. Interesting. This is just my opinion. I mean, maybe it was the fact that I was with my cousin, you know, I wasn't with you guys, or but I still have my film that hat. Oh, do we, do we just bring the films down? Yeah, yeah, it's got <laughs> general air and negativity. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, you can never take your film that hat off now. No, 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 it's not my film that hat at all. So you're still analysing it? Yeah, and right, I, I, yeah, I, I think we give it like a six, really. Well, that's that's interesting. Yeah, that is, and it's made and, me. And we might have to go and see, this see it ourselves, then, Jack. Because I was, I didn't know if we were going to review this or not. Yeah, uh, we'll just have to go and have I mean, look at this one. Well, there's a lot coming out at the moment, isn't it? It's true. It's got really good performance from Fassi. He, he was, he was pretty decent. Mm. Um, it did go on. It did drag, and the problem when you got a film like this is that everyone really wants to see the action. Yeah, and. They were trying to create context and, and backstories and what have you, but they never really ex- under- explained it enough for McGuffin in the film, which was the Apple of Eden. Apple of Eden yeah. And I don't think really 
no one's that interested. We just, yeah. want, to, we just want to see the fighting. And yeah, the fighting yeah, was yeah. Fucking, it was really, really good, actually. Um, and that's what they sell in all the trailers. It's mm, just... Mm, Mm. Um, another cameo who's yeah is uh, Brendan Gleeson what he's in, he's in it for a bit playing Fassie's dad um, <laughs> he was alright yeah, yeah I, I didn't have that many problems with it I mean it's not a great film but it's not a bad film okay it's not a bad film it's okay. not, it doesn't deserve the negative press it's getting when you consider some of the positive that the press have given other films that we've reviewed. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Where they've just been... Yeah, yeah. Uh, the list goes on, doesn't it, about yeah. some of the shite that they rave about. Yeah. yeah that's sort of giving this a sort of really low rating. That's really interesting, that's yeah. That's harsh. I mean, that's very yeah, I'd be keen to check it out. Definitely. It's not going to blow you away, but it's, it, it was it passed the time and it was quite interesting for a while. It just lost its way at the end. Lost its way in the end and it didn't know when to end. Which is a problem with a lot of films these yeah. days, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that, that's that really. Mm. Okay. Cool. And that's all. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, yep. Yeah, I watched Fresh. Been watching Fresh Prince. Mm. Um, as we've just been talking about. So not really got anything else to say about that. Although actually, I will say. Uh, I think it's are you, the how first. How many season. have you done? Are you still on the first? Quite a lot. Yeah, I'm still on the first season. Probably same sort. Of area that I'm probably yeah and I think I don't think it carries on like this but I think the first season is a lot more preachy than I remember it being the end of each episode we try and end it on a sort of serious note all along yeah 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 and there's and there's a a lot of I don't mind some of them some of that though sometimes it's a bit I like the one with um... weird (laughs) is it I like the one where we get arrested and you know well, well I like that episode I didn't love like when they try and bring in the serious thing at the end because it's still done in a Fresh Prince way. It wasn't done in a. Mm. It wasn't done in a too preachy way. It just feels like a, it just feels a bit strange to me. Mm. But I, I don't think it carries on that way. Like no. af, after the first season, but it's still great. I still mm. love it. Mm. It's hilarious. Um, so moving on, I uh, watched Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Oh yeah, still carrying on. Make your way through. Still getting through them. Yeah, uh, just uh, just quickly say so that. Which one's this? Then sorry. This is the fourth one. Fourth one. Uh, the one with the Tri-Wizard Tournament. <laughs> um, and I will say that, um, I know I've kind of been uh, praising them as we're going along, but this is the first time I'm watching these films with the film like hat on. Mm. And the fourth one, I was getting a bit annoyed at a few things <laughs> about it. That I would see, I think I stopped watching before. by this point, you see. Right. And I don't think I've seen this one. I did get a, a, a bit annoyed at a few things on this one. I think the third nice. one is still probably one of the best things. I, th- I think that was great. Yeah. Fourth one, different director doesn't have John Williams doing the score anymore. <laughs> so that's the first uh, couple of points taken off right there. Yeah. Um, Why didn't they get him back, or did he not want to do it or something? I have no idea. He could smell it, couldn't he? He could smell it. <laughs> yeah, it was on the wall. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, but just like a lot of the character decisions were just so strange to me, and I don't know if it was. If it's the same, because it's been a long time since I've read the books as well. I don't know if if I would get annoyed about that in the book if I read it again now, um, or if it's just kind of the way it was done in the film. But mm. just like so annoying, like it's it's about Harry getting chosen for this Triwizard Tournament, isn't it? By him uh, getting his name read out of the Goblet of Fire, and so everyone thinks he's put his name in when he's not allowed to, and he didn't. And like Ron, who's been his best friend for three years now. 
gets yeah that's, I don't know. well anyway he just gets he just gets so pissed off with him and it's like a massive fight for some reason and I just can't understand why why don't you trust him why don't you believe him when he says he didn't do it yeah why don't you believe that maybe someone's out to get him considering well, everything that's happened to you for the last three years things like that um, I just found it to be not as well made a film as uh, as the other three was David Yates directing this one <laughs> not yet David Yates is on the next one Ugh. Mm. So we'll see what I think when we get. To Which one's the next one again? Or um, Order of the Phoenix. Oh yeah. So we'll see. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could do with rewatching to be honest, because yeah, I've forgotten most of it. Anyway, what else have you seen? That... Last thing I've got is um, Bronson. Hey, yes, oh, no, yes. No, I'm very interested to this. Tom Hardy. I just watched. The, I I literally I got home from. I've work. seen this three times. I got home from work today. I was like. Alright, I've got an hour and a half. I just fancy watching a film like Bronson. I've, I've, I've got an hour and, <laughs> and a half. You must have had a rough day. No, no. Yeah. Were you a bit angry? Well, I don't know what it is. I didn't know what the film was, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I was like, right, I've got an hour and a half. Yeah. What, what film can I watch in this time? Okay. And uh, there were a couple, and I just thought, well, let's watch Bronson. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been going on about this one. Uh, oh, I've had it for ages, so... Oh, you have actually got a DVD? Yeah. Uh, oh, right. I, I don't think it's there anymore because I took it out to watch it. But oh, right, I didn't realize. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's usually up there. Um, because when we talked about it, he's Richie said it. He's had it, but he's never gone uh, out to watch it. Yeah, and and yeah, I loved it. Great film. Yeah, really enjoyed it's watching this. Brilliant, isn't he? Isn't it? Yeah, he's superb. Um, and I love the way the, the way it's shot and the way it's, oh, it's done. The whole film. Yeah. Um, really had me on edge uh, throughout. Uh, really enjoyed this film, yeah. and uh, yeah, Tom Hardy was incredible. I, I, oh, I loved, I loved how it was kind of told from his like psychotic mind mm. on stage, on the stage, and everything. The audience and, and all that. Yeah. I loved all that yeah. stuff when he's with his putting on costumes and whatever, and mm-hmm. when he does the reenactment of, uh, you know, when he does the Victor Victoria thing with yeah. the yeah. side of his faces. That yeah. was great. Uh, I really enjoyed that and. God, yeah, cracking performance from Tom Hardy. That was one of his first films that he ever made. Crazy. 2009. That is crazy. Yeah. And I, st- I still I still think, I mean, I saw him at that lock the other week and he was really good in that. Mm. But, he's just, that was one of his best performances still to this day. Taboo starts tomorrow. It does, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Looking on that. Yeah. But he, oh, I still haven't seen Peaky Blinders. I've not. Well, I have, but I've only seen the first series. I'm not even seeing he's coming into it in the second, but I've not watched it yet. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's great. It's a great story, isn't it, Charles Branson? It's a great story, an incredible story, really. He's still alive as well, still going. Got a different yeah. name now. He calls himself Charles, Charles Salvador. Salvador, yeah, because yeah. I looked him up quickly before uh, yeah. Jack ran the door. I've quite interesting story. Loved it. Yeah, great film. Uh, but that's it from me. Mm. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I guess if that's everything we'll just move on to say that you can email us at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk please follow us on twitter at filmnight underscore and subscribe to us on youtube itunes and any other podcast that you found us on other than that uh, unless anybody's got anything else they'd like to say nothing padres nothing (laughs) (laughs) no I think that's everything right well then I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from me restless dreams I walked alone Streets of cobblestone, neath a halo of a street lamp. I turn my collar to the cold and damp. When my eyes were stabbed by the flash of a neon light, I split the night.